Roger, good morning to you. The Sunday start, we love it in here. I certainly do. The extra day of tennis and just stretches things out. But um, the crowds responded. The tennis was good. How are you? Yeah, well, yeah, it was. It was a it was a big day of tennis. So it was great anticipation, and uh, they turned up in numbers. There were about fifty eight thousand for the day schedule, and then then we obviously had the night schedule that took place, and and that was full as well. So. Uh, yeah, an extra day, an extra day of excitement, and there was there was nothing short of it. I mean, I had I did two Aussies that went five sets, so I sat there and did about almost ten hours of uh, ten hours of commentary on two matches, which was uh, extraordinary. So three Australians got, uh, had five set uh, five set matches. A couple went out um, in Jason Kubler and also Adam Walton, who was uh, Kubler was late at night. Um, against Gallon and uh, from Columbia, seven seven six in the fifth, ten eight in the tiebreak, and that was a absolute roller coaster ride from start to finish for both players, spectators, uh, you know, the coaching teams, and um, and and all of us really because you couldn't really predict it. And Chris O'Connell came from two sets to one down and um, and and got through against uh, Christian Garin, the number uh, so and looks now he'll play potentially Ben Shelton, the number sixteen seat. So. A lot of theatre, a lot of drama. The Aussie fans got out there and supported the Australians extremely, uh, really strong. And um, you know, and, and, and well on John Kane Arena, Dane Sweeney, who was a it was a qualifier, was his fourth time playing in qualifying, uh, took on Sarundalo, and that was again another five set match. And um, so yeah, the Aussies got their they got value for money if they bought a ticket to come to come to the Australian Open and watch their watch the locals. What about uh, Roger? What about uh, Novak? Uh, four sets? Did he expect that last night? Uh, we never do. Your expectations are that the opponent will play, you know, will play at their best in the sense that they they get to play freely. And uh, when you've got a qualifier in Prismic and you know he's eighteen years of old of age, you walk on the Rod Laver Arena and he, he would have been able to get a hit on that, or, or so it wouldn't. Have, you know he would have had a, a feel of what it looked like, but not when you're playing someone like Novak up the other end and and on the on his home court really. Um, so you go out there, you know you're ready, um, you're alert, but you're expecting probably probably a younger player to be a little overawed at time and not be able to keep a level. But, wow, did he keep a level? He was extraordinary, really. Um, and, again, I didn't see the whole match because I was commentating at the same time on on Jason Kubler. But um, what I did see through the monitor and then I had a look at, um, you know, portions of it throughout the through when I when I got home as well. And really, really athletic, um, really prepared to take uh, the opponent on, being Novak, he was able to stand up to him. He was uh, he had good artillery off the back of the court, very determined, stayed in the moment. Uh, you know, played the points on their merits, and and wasn't wasn't really put off by the fact that he was playing Novak on in such a big arena. And sometimes playing in a big arena when you're young, um, it's very hard to get your find your sort of to to calibrate and, and find your central central position. So, uh, yeah, extremely impressive. And when Novak gives you. Uh, the praise and and credit for your tennis ability and also your mental capacity to compete. Uh, I think that's a massive ticket of approval. So we'll be watching him, qualified Croatian. Um, uh, We'll just be watching what his progress is now. The first three sets took three hours and uh, really enjoyed the variety, the way the the young Croatian played. We roll on really quickly, certainly for the first few days. Matches all over the place. Today, I'm keen to get your thoughts. uh, And who do you think wins? We've got two... All Australian matches in the men's side of the draw. Alexi Popurin taking on Mark Polmans and Alexander Vukic taking on Jordan Thompson. Who do you see winning those two? Uh, look, I like Alexi. I mean, he's he's you know he started the year last year pretty strong, finished off really really strong, and got himself inside the top fifty. So 
um, or thereabouts, top 55. So, you know, he, that's, a, that's a really quality, um, that's a quality year. And he hasn't jumped out of the box yet so far in 2024. But, uh, you know, that, so, so I will go Alexi in that, in that match over five sets. And, and I think Jordan's just got, um, he's just got a little bit ex- too much experience, I think. You know, so he's been here, he's played, played well, and he plays well in Australia. Great competitor. He's got the got the variety. I think Vucic, um, you know, he's going to he's going to walk on the court believing he can beat Jordan. But I just feel like at the moment uh, Jordan's probably the one with the experience at the Australian Open. So uh, with a possible meeting of uh, number seven seed uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas, who's who's playing second match on Rod Laver Arena. First match is Coco Golf, and uh, so it's a it's a you know it's a highlights reel really when you when you're looking at the mm. the schedule. There's there's just a lot of quality on court. It's the continuation of um, of of the first of the top half of the men's draw, bottom half of the of the women's draw, and um, yeah, so it's just you know, it's littered with quality matches. What about our newest number ten in the world, Demon Or coming up against Milos Raonic? Uh, we know what he can do. Big serving Canadian. Uh, has he got uh, some kind of firepower to upset Demon Or? Is his speed and strength and stamina going to be his key tonight? Uh, well, what you mentioned was the key, big serving Canadian. So, so, and generally that's the that's where his game's built. So it's always been built around that. Um, you know, he, he needs to find a lot of free points. Uh, you know, you, you want about you want one one to two free points per game. That's generally what um, Milos Raonic was relying on when he was playing in his prime. There was at least a couple of free points on his service games. Obviously, as he get, as he got to the pointier end of the tournaments and played, the returners like. Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, um, or you know all all the the better, higher quality players in the top ten, they were able to get racket on ball and get more balls back into play. So, can he serve? Can he serve out five sets of tennis again right now against someone like uh, the Demon, who's actually in in the career best form? I don't think so. He's trying to come back and uh, regain some stability on the tennis tour of Milos, and so you know, and his body his body doesn't really you know, hasn't been taken too well to the grind of the tennis tour of late, which is disappointing because, you know, he's, he's a damaging damaging player when he's on the court. So, no, I, th- I think they look, there potentially could be a hot set uh, from Milos, but I can't see Milos, I don't have a, uh, yeah, I've got, I can't have an argument for him for winning three sets out, yeah. of, out of the five um, on Rod Laver. Rog, keen to get a, a, a bit of a quick tip on a couple of other key matches uh, taking place today. Uh, Daniel Medvedev takes on French qualifier Terence Mane from midday. Is that a three 0 win for Medvedev? Yeah, you'd think so. You know, when you when you qualify, you're seeing the ball really well. You're you're pretty happy with yourself, and you're excited to be in the main draw. Can you then go out and and you know and and take it like we saw from Primzik you know last night? Um, yeah, he's a fr- look the Frenchman's free flying tennis player. They're they're always talented. They're ambitious. Medvedev's probably just too competitively solid. All, all around the tennis court, so I don't think he lets that he, he lets that one slip, uh, slip at all. I think it'll be yeah, I think it'll be a comfortable match. And then uh, Orja Aliassime against Dominic Team, as well as Carolina Garcia and Naomi Osaka. Who wins those two? Yeah, so they're they're two popcorn matches, aren't they? Dominic Team's a, a, a major champion, so I'm going to go. If, you know, I like Dominic Team because he's you know it's I I haven't liked what Felix has been you know, has done over the last. Six months, I think his his tennis has been well. Twelve months, really. His tennis has been a little erratic, and I don't think he's quite found his tennis identity on the court yet. So we'll be interested to see. So, but you know, but it could go either way. But I think, but I'm, I'm, I'll lean slightly with Dominic, and 
Uh, I will go Garcia Osaka is a beauty. I'm mm. really looking forward to sitting down and, and watching this. I saw Osaka in Brisbane. I liked what I saw. Saw Garcia in Adelaide. Um, oh, it was it was a roller coaster ride for for Garcia. Didn't play her, her best tennis at all. So she's you know she's been a little bit of tennis wilderness. Struggled a little bit. She's she's come out and said she struggled um, last year and, and to to find her her tennis and um, spend the off season in the Antarctic actually to try and do something a little bit different. So I'll, I will lean it. with yeah she did something different. So I'll, I'll lean with a, a Osaka I think on that one as well. So that won't be an upset though mm-hmm. even though. Uh, Garcia is a 16 seed. That's you know there is virtually two seeds playing each other in the in the first round. If you if you know what I mean with the quality of Osaka, so high quality tennis. And I think you know it was fantastic last night as well, guys. We had you know Andre Agassi and Ash Barty. They came out and 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 brought out the uh, the two championship uh, trophies. So you know on Rod Laver Arena, great to have Andre in town. You know for a couple of days, and uh, you know the current players love. Uh, the former champs walking around when they when they turn up and you know just to you know because there is history that a lot of the current players watch the former champions play know their story uh, their journey the you know the trials and you know that they've had to go through as well through through their careers so it's always great to see that uh, you know our champions uh, are floating around Melbourne Park and with that on the on the women's side those presence on the court last night Sabalenka and uh, Zachary last night were uh, enormous. Yeah, Sam Valenka, you know, she she went out, she had to come out late because of, you know, uh, because of Novak, and you know, I mean, Novak made a made a statement that he, you know, when he saw he saw Andre there and and um, and hit a forehand winner and uh, and and thought of Andre and uh, and said something, and then and then he then he lost three games in succession, so uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't blame Andre, he yeah, probably couldn't blame him, but uh, he you know he just said he was you know his presence in the room and and the play and the great players feel it. I remember Roger just always. Talking about having, you know, who was sitting, you know, sitting up there in the in the in the in the boxes watching. I know Leighton Hewitt was always, you know, very aware of, of what sporting uh, talent and champions were sitting in the crowd watching at the Australian Open, you know, because they wanted to play well in front of them. That was a, uh, you know, sort of got him got him up a little bit too, especially in those early rounds. And Sabalenka, I thought, did a great job. She went out late after Novak and, and went to town and, and uh, got it done really quickly. So there was nothing, nothing lost there. So yeah, the tennis was, the tennis was pretty hot early, which was, which was fantastic. But, you know, it's, it's interesting on the first day yet. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get. We've got a combination of uh, real high quality tennis on, on Rod Laver on the outside course. We were able to, we got some five set matches. So the fans got to see it up close and personal. And um, so yeah, it was a, it was a great start to the Australian Open with, you know, with a, with a full house. Rog, always appreciate your time. We look forward to catching up tomorrow. Enjoy today. Thanks, boys.